0: the show begin. Oh hi there it's me Kapow the mechanical pygmy goat beaming into your ears all the way from Pflugerville. You might know me as Lucy Wow's sidekick or you might know me as the inventor of pygmy polish the special polish designed to keep the mechanical pygmy goats in your life as shiny as the day they were invented. In fact I just got a pre-podcast polished myself. And I'm so shiny, I bet you can hear it. <laughs> but even if you can't hear my shine, you're gonna be happy you tuned in today, because today's inventor was a master of fun. He didn't just change the world, he made the world put its hands in the air and scream. That's right! Today's inventor, Lamarcus Thompson, also known as the father of gravity, is the man who brought the world roller coasters. So step right up and strap in to this episode of Kapow's Power of Invention. The first roller coaster was created in Russia in the 1700s by Empress Catherine the Great before her greatness they only had things called ice slides. Ice slides were where people would climb a 70-foot wooden tower, sit on a sled, and then go a whooshing down a 600-foot ice (laughs) ramp. Weeeee! These slides were super fun, but they only worked in the winter and when it was cold and icy. Well, For Empress Catherine, that wasn't enough. She had a need for year-round speed. So she came up with the idea of putting wheels, or rollers, on the sleds and adding grooves to the tracks so that the sleds at her palace could coast year-round. Her new roller coaster was so fun that soon other royals around Europe started building them. Now, LaMarcus Thompson was a long way from royal. He was born the 8th of 10 children in a family of poor farmers in America. As a teenager, he learned carpentry, which is working with wood. And this brought out a talent for inventing in him. Soon, he was designing new and improved ox carts, wagons, and carriages. And people were buying them as fast as he could make them. With the money he made, he decided to start a company. But I guess he was tired of making wooden table legs because his new company made human women's legwear or hosiery. He called it the Eagle Knitting Company and it made a fortune. I guess socks are more than just a tasty breakfast after all. With his newfound wealth, Lamarcus decided it was time for vacation. So he got on a train to see America. His travels took him to eastern Pennsylvania, where a train had been turned into a tourist attraction. This train was out in the middle of nowhere, where it had its own 18-mile track that was mostly downhill and ended with a 2,300-foot-long, 665-foot-high drop. The train carried one and a half tons of coal so that gravity would pull it down the hill at 50 miles per hour. This coal was then taken off the train and brought back up to the top of the track by mules. It was a slow process, muling all that coal up the hill, but people were happy to wait in order to experience the thrill. Tourists came by the thousands to ride this train every year, and among the thousands who paid 75 cents to take this ride was LaMarcus. LaMarcus loved the ride, but he thought it could be done better without the coal or the mules in a city where people would be able to ride it. So he rushed back home and started building his own train ride. His ride opened at Coney Island in 1884. He called it the Gravity Pleasure Switchback Railway. It was pretty mild by today's standards, standing only 50 feet tall, 600 feet long, and was able to go about 10 miles per hour. Riders boarded the bench-like seats in small cars and coasted to the bottom on rolling hills and then repeated the journey in the opposite direction. Now, you have to understand, while this seems slow and small now, this was something that had never been seen in the city before. This ride wasn't for royals or tourists. This ride was for everyday New Yorkers who were spending a day at the beach eating hot dogs. And you know what? It turns out hot dogs and roller coasters are a perfect match because the ride was an immediate success. Success always brings copycats, and soon, rival builders were coming out with designs of their own, each a little bigger and faster than the last. As crazy as it sounds, in just a few months, two more coasters appeared at Cody Island right by LaMarcus. But while his rivals were focused on making their rides higher and faster, Thompson had a new idea. What if a ride didn't just take you from here to there as fast as possible? What if it took you from here to there into a different world altogether? He began working with tunnels, lights, and scenery to make the riders feel like they were traveling to different lands without ever leaving New York City. His first train ride to another land, or scenic railway, opened in 1888 with great success, leading him to form a new company dedicated to building scenic railways around the world. Each version of his rides were more elaborate than the last, and each had more and more visuals. And while others were always right behind, trying to copy him, no one could ever catch up to him. Lamarcus was too special, too visionary! In a matter of years, he built over 50 rides! But it was in Venice, California, where he had his greatest success! Opened in 1910, the Venice Beach Scenic Railway ran through artificial hills covered in lights and past replicas of temples and foreign lands. To ride it was a magical experience that inspired the rides that you now find at Disney parks today. Wow! So, while Lamarcus may not have been the inventor of the original roller coaster, he was the one who brought it to the masses and showed them the magic that a ride was capable of. Without LaMarcus, there would be no Disneyland or Universal Studios, and the world wouldn't be as fun as it is today. That's why LaMarcus will forever be known as the Father of Gravity. Well, folks, we've come to the end of another Kapow's Power of Invention podcast. Come back tomorrow when I'll be covering more inventors and inventions. And while you're waiting, you do realize there are just a slew of shows that take place in Flugerville, right? It's true. There's Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Flugerville from Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn, inventing all sorts of cool stuff with a mechanical pygmy goat Capow. Hey, that's me. Lucy goes big, and then she goes bigger. Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein Story Club. That's a real winner. I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories. And you can, too! Keep on the lights, folks! Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein Story Club, wherever you get your podcasts. And you'll find your way! And don't forget, Friday's Listener Mailbag. If you've got a question about the world of Go Kid Go shows, Pflugerville, or Lil' send it to kapow at gokidgo.com. You might get your question read live on the show! It's very exciting! Have yourself an inventive date. Make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger. Until next time, this is Kapow signing off. Go Kid Go! Go Kid Go!